is so much that can be written off and it's so much that the tax code does allow for business owners. So you just have to start thinking like one. Stop thinking that you just have a side hustle. If you're making more than $600 and about to get a 1099K, start acting like a business right now. Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I'm your host, DeAndre Evans, and look, I have a very special guest. Now, normally when I say that, y'all like, all right, Dre, I can see it in the title. I know who's coming, but y'all really don't know who I'm bringing on right now. This is a person that I highly look up to, someone I admire, someone who's known me since I was like, yay high, like a kid. So um, this person is everything to me. She's my sister. She's my accountant. She's my mentor. She's everything. So uh, without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to my sister, Jenny Hendrix. What's up, sis? Hey, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was so good. Uh, what's going on? How you feel? I'm just like super excited. Yeah. You know, this is a top podcast right here. All right, come on. I'm honored. Let them know. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. But I know you're about to get me giving some $500 yeah. advice, so y'all need to drop some money into this. <laughs> Right, put, cash yeah, right, put the cash in. All right, speaking of cash app, we're going to get into that too because I know some stuff going on with cash app and everything. So uh, first off, I know a lot of people obviously are interested in knowing more about you. So I'm going to open up the floor to you and just feel free to tell them about yourself, how you got started in the business world, where you are, what you do. Well, I am a serial entrepreneur, but I'm also known as your tax strategist and your accountant. Uh, Jenny Hendricks, I started off in journalism and public relations. <laughs> That's what my undergrad degree is in. And when I got in there and they told me what I was going to have to do to make pennies, I said, wait a minute, <laughs> what's happening here? Yeah. I've always, I mean, I've had t-shirt lines, I've done parties, mm -hmm. I've always had something entrepreneurial to get some extra money. Right. I actually started doing marketing, just sending out proposals to all of the local businesses. Yeah. Simply taking something that I saw with the business and giving them a whole plan and saying, hey, if you want to hire me, X, Y, and Z dollars. One of the businesses was a tax firm. Tax. They said, I love this plan. I want you to implement this plan. But you're going to have to do some taxes for this type of money. And I was like, well, what I got to do? Right. They said, you give, I don't remember the number, it was either 50 or 100, something that was like light work for me. Mm -hmm. Get 50 or 100 people, I'm gonna give you that number. Mm. I'm 21. <laughs> right. I'm out here popping. <laughs> I said, I got 50, 100 people on my phone right now. Right. So I jumped right in. That was on the marketing side, mm -hmm. not knowing that I was actually gonna take to the accounting side. Mm -hmm. I started playing around with the software put my own taxes in, you know, dibbling, dabbling like that. And actually saw it was catching on really well. So I went back and got my master's in finance and accounting with a certification in business turnaround management. I dove in all the way. So of course I hit the number. Mm. Made about 30,000 in four months. Mm -hmm. as, as a 21 year old, I was like, what? This is what I do now. Yeah. So that's, it really was God ordained steps. Mm -hmm. Because I knew I wanted to make money. I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> and I started just branching out there. And they was like, he was like, all right, try this. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that worked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and the rest is like history. Everything else has built and built and built on each other. Mm -hmm. And it has been easy. Yeah. That's one thing that a lot of people in business, they're grinding and struggling and their ideas and working. Yeah. And it's because that idea may not be the right one. Right, right. Like, when your steps are ordered, yeah. he lays it out for you. He's like, here you go. <laughs> Here's the opportunity. Yeah. Here goes some free stuff. Mm -hmm. Here's a resource. And it just happened like that. Wow. And now, Boom. we're all over the country. I have employees all over the country. And Hello. we are winning. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. Okay, okay. Clearly, <laughs> we got a lot to take down and digest. Oh, yeah. But what I love is that, you know, you always been business savvy. I can assume since younger, like you've always been about it, yeah. been on the go and everything. Um, just knowing how that kind of transpired, like, has there been anyone in your life in particular 
that you like looked up to or that you was like, I want to do something like that or I want to be something along those lines? You know, it has been a combination of people and not their careers mm -hmm. per se, but how they're living. So my uncle Gary, he's always been about his money. Mm -hmm. He was like one of the first people to bring 401k options to the force. Like okay. he's in the police force. Yeah. And this is years and years ago. And they were like, what? Right. Investing? And he was like, if you put this, you go get this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I saw him do that, and I saw him live a life in abundance. Not wildly crazy, wealthy, flashy, mm -hmm. but never lacking. Okay? So I love that about him. Then I saw uh, my Auntie Sheree. She had a family. She was a strong woman, raising little boys. But she still had this big personality, and right. I really loved that. Right. My mom is... <laughs> her work ethic. I don't even. I'll be like, "What are you doing now, girl?" Like, <laughs> mom, mom, be doing her thing. <laughs> she does everything, yeah. you know. So that work ethic and that mentality to always want to go get it mm -hmm. is something I get from her. So I took all these bits and pieces from everybody. Right. Um, but I gotta throw this in there. Uh -huh. I was like the black sheep talking about I wanted to start a business. Really, out of everybody. I'm a straight A student, <laughs> graduating top of my class, right. you know, master's degree. They right. like, go get a job. Right. <laughs> go get a go get a good job. Yeah. Last year, <laughs> mind you, mm -hmm. we in a you know million dollar house. Yeah. We driving nice cars. I mean, we're living right. well, right? Yeah. My mom said, "Have you ever thought about doing insurance?" Well, well, no, mom, because I'm an accountant and a business coach and <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do anything else, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it was something that it was extremely hard growing up and not having that person that thought like I did. I always knew I wanted more and I wanted to get to it and yeah. make my own rules, right? Yeah. But didn't have anybody saying, do this. Yeah. Hold my hand, coaching me up. So I made a lot of pitfalls, a lot of mistakes I had to learn from trial and error. Mm -hmm. But I definitely got a little bit from a lot of people along the way. Okay, okay, yeah. come through yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love to hear that, you know, because uh, like I said, you've been knowing me for since Yeha. So, Baby. you know, yeah. basically blood. You yes, just put absolutely. it in there. So, you know, um, like I said before, looking up to you. I always seen you was on the go. You was always popping, like you said. You was around the right people. I'm like, I need to do what sis doing. I need to figure out this business thing. Yeah. So um, I know obviously started getting into the accounting and everything. So yeah. um, I know you opened up your first spot. Mm -hmm. How was that transition? Opening up your first brick and mortar, getting your feet wet in that world. Like what happened there? That was extremely scary. Hmm. I had to personally guarantee yeah. a three-year lease hmm. off of... I hope this work out. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I had the knowledge. I had a bit of the customer base. Okay. I had been doing taxes for a while at that point. Um, but I was hoping that they followed me, mm. you know, and it was kind of like a wish and a dream. But my husband actually poured into me. Okay. He was like, look, you do that and I got you. So don't worry about nothing else. You don't have to worry about your rent or your mortgage or your at that point idea on my house so okay. you don't have to worry about anything <laughs> mm -hmm. just focus on the business yeah okay do you know within 30 days I made back all of the money I invested wow 30 days 30 days everything 30 days okay I mean w when I tell you yeah, yeah. order steps so we got this place mm -hmm. The building uh, was perfect. I thought the location was good. It was central. It was big. And I thought we can grow into it and all of that good stuff. And when we got there, the guy, <laughs> foreign guy, looking at me like this little young black chick, you know. <laughs> and he was like, the price is the price. Mm. I'd already discussed with my husband what I got. Right. I ain't got that. <laughs> I don't got that price. So I don't know if I'm going to get this building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and he was like, listen. Never fall in love with a deal. Mm. And I said, why? But I do love the deal. Mm. And just, right. Never fall in love with the deal. He said, this is the deal. These are the numbers. Mm. Go in there and tell them, take it or leave it. Mm. So I'm shaking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really want to tell them, I'm going to risk it all. <laughs> just whatever you want, right. sir. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he said, I mean, 
I'm just throwing a number out there, mm -hmm. but I want to say he said like five thousand dollars a month. Okay. I ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> Linda, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> so I said, you know, well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It was very nice meeting you. Right, right. And I like positioned yeah. to stand up. Yeah. And he said, What are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to leave. I, I told you over the phone that I didn't have the $5,000 a month and I gave you a proposal right. and you're telling me you're not taking it, correct? Mm -hmm. And he said, hmm, sit down. And I was like, I don't got $5,000 a month. Now, at this point, I'm like, I need to go, sir. <laughs> I don't have this money and you ain't about to make me sign on no dotted line. Yeah. He was like, I like you. Mm -hmm. I like how business savvy you are. Mm. I liked how you presented your proposal, mm -hmm. and I like how you stood your ground. He said, we'll go with your deal. Wow. Just like that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I will if you say so. <laughs> As I'm like jumping for joy, and like, yeah. uh, I'm ecstatic. Mm -hmm. I can't believe this is happening. Right, like, right. I signed so quickly. Yeah. But then I'm immediately on the line mm -hmm. for three years, yeah. $2,000 a month. Yeah. <sighs> What? Yeah. What am I gonna do? You know. Yeah, yeah. But okay, that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, the next thing, a church that I had did some work with before was giving away desks. Really? What? Right. Okay, let me go check them out. Right. These are pretty good desks. Hmm. I got free desks. Okay. So okay. You, so you that's a couple thousand dollars down. <laughs> right. Right. Then. Mm -hmm. One of, it was a transition of um, state senators or something like that. Okay. They were donating chairs. Wow. And this is like back to back. like this is back. To, I mean, this is like, I get the lease. I yeah. get the desk. Yeah. I get the chairs. Wow. Chairs free. Them chairs is nice. You remember yeah, chairs? Yeah, I mean, I've been there. Them chairs are nice. Yeah, comfy, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. A friend of ours says, I got a uh, flat screen TV if y'all want a flat screen TV. Right. Yeah. I'm like. Okay. Yeah. Give me set up the. Yeah. I mean, it. Trey, it was like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. All I had to do was like pay for the computers and the software. Okay. For real. For real. Out of like everything. out of everything. Yeah. You know, Mom came in there and did it up. She brought <laughs> pictures she had in the garage. Those plants. Those plants, plants yeah. You know, she had an extra couch. Mom, why you got an extra couch in your garage? I don't know, yeah. but it it worked out perfectly. Okay. It was a beautiful spot. Yeah. It was ready. It looked like no other tax company. Because mm -hmm. when you came in there, right. you felt like a family. You yeah. felt like home. It did. It did. You chilling yeah. on the couch. You watch a TV. Yeah. You know. The couch was comfortable. You know. You know. Uh, it was too comfortable. You were falling asleep. I just saw that a couple of times. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was just. Oh. Yeah. And we banged. We banged. I opened up those doors and banged. Another thing, another important point in, in order of steps yeah. is when I decided to do the tax company, mm -hmm. it was like October. Mm -hmm. I needed to jump off by January. Right. Tax season, right? Right, right. right. Well, to get an EFIN, which is your electronic filing number with mm -hmm. the IRS, yeah. they usually say that takes about six months. Wow. So I was like, oh, let me throw it out there. If it come back, it come back, right? Yeah. Dre, I got the bang on even number like in six weeks. What? Six weeks. Six weeks. And I mean, they're asking for everything. They wanted my driving record, my credit report. Yeah. I mean, I I'm still young at yeah. this point. I'm like, please, Lord, I hope I ain't doing nothing crazy. Right, right. Can't get this office. Six weeks. Like, fast. Fast. I've, I've never heard anybody get it back that fast. Yeah. So, ordered. Yeah. I said, okay, all right, God, this is what you want me to do. Come through, come this on. This is what you want me to do, all <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It's, but, again, yeah. yeah, I made my money, my initial investment back, mm -hmm. but I'm still on the hook yeah. for the remainder of this lease. Right. So, what we gonna do? Right. And I know how to make a tax season pop. Yeah. Okay? Right. So, I'm, I'm, I never made less than yeah. 150 profit in a tax season. Right. But but now I got to spend the rest of <laughs> these months paying rent here uh -huh. is when I started to develop other services and try to figure out what can I do year round yeah. that is going to benefit my tax clients right. and have that be the gateway for them to stick with me. Mm. So the lease is what did that. 
least. I would have never done that if, if we were filing remotely back then. Yeah. No, only be doing taxes. It was that push. It was that push. Make you like, say, I got to hit this number. I got to pay this. I got to make it happen. Regardless. I, Otherwise, I, I'm out. Of, I got to. Yeah. I'm going to be spending sixteen to 20000 yeah. on an empty space? I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't got I ain't doing it. I wish I ain't doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, everything just exactly how it was supposed to happen is right. how it happened. That's a big blessing. It is. It is. That's the chairs, the yeah. flat seat, the, the couch, mom helping everybody. It was the like all hands on deck. Yeah. And it's been going well ever since. Ever since. Right. Every year has been increased. And you do got a background in marketing and business yeah. too, so you already knew how to like yeah. push this thing and get it out there. So yeah. that's never really been a problem. No. Right. No. So for me now, I'm thinking, because obviously, let's get into the tax side of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing this for many, many years. Yeah. <laughs> you can go age me on <laughs> Well, you know, you, you experience, you experience, you experience, right? Um, and so like, what's... What's the difference? Because I hear this a lot between like CPAs and accountants, like yeah. the big rundown. Yeah. Is there a big difference? And if so, what that what that looks like? There is a big difference. There's yeah. a very big difference. CPAs are the highest designation in accounting. Okay. So they do audits. Yeah. They uh, help publicly traded companies get set up. You mm -hmm. know, they are very, very important to large businesses, especially. Yeah. Your enrolled agent is the largest and highest designation with the IRS. So these people have to know tax code. Right. They take their tests with the IRS. Okay, so these people may not be able to give you your income statements mm -hmm. laid out in your, you know, annual report like a CPA, yeah. but they definitely know taxes more than that CPA. Okay. Your accountant and enrolled agent like I am, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, I am here to make sure the numbers make sense. Okay. Everything that I do is focused on saving on taxes, mm. and also organizing your finances. So I work with a lot more small and medium-sized companies, of course, mm. because once you get to publicly traded, kind of need to hand you over to the person that is designated to do so. Right. So big difference. Um, when we're talking about tax law and tax code, mm. I get hundreds of returns every year yeah. from someone saying, but a CPA did it. Mm -hmm. How did they mess up? Yeah. They didn't even claim this. Yeah. I didn't even know I could do that. Right. They told me I didn't have that deduction available to me. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> and it's because they don't know. That's not their bread and butter. Right. They're just, you know, doing that probably yeah. <laughs> almost as a favor to you almost, you know. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple. I know a couple CPAs who have tax offices, and I assume that they are a little bit more into taxes than your average CPA. Mm -hmm. But that's not what they do. Okay. That's not what they go to school for. That's not what the CPA exam is focused on. Mm -hmm. And you kind of need to be up on it. Yeah. Since the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, every year has been something. Right, it's been a lot happening. It's been so many changes. Yeah. So anybody who was doing taxes prior to 2018 tax year, mm -hmm. you don't know nothing. <laughs> if you ain't been up on the tax code in these last few years, you don't know nothing. You messing up people's taxes. Yeah. So, you know, just, just making sure that you're with someone who mm -hmm. understands what you need. Mm -hmm. And if tax liability is your problem right now, or growth in your business, or organizing your finances, then you need to see me. Yeah. If you're trying to go public, go see a CPA. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with you regardless. Well, I gotta go public, you know what I'm saying? Kitty, though, I gotta, you know. Then I'm gonna have to go get, take the test. You're yeah. <laughs> gonna make it happen. But uh, I'm glad you said that, because a lot of people clearly come to me like, I do taxes. I For some odd reason, I don't do taxes. But they're like, Drake, do you know any? Do you do it? I'm like, yeah. no, but I know someone for you, yeah. okay? And so I know you get a lot of people coming to you from like TurboTax. It's a lot of questions about this cash app, Venmo, mm. 1099. Let's just talk about all of that because I know that's what people want to know. Yeah. Right. Let's let's start with the cash app thing, the Venmo. Is that still a thing? Did they stop that completely because they got to send out 1099s? Oh, like what's no. going on? No. So they did delay it. Yeah. And, and thankfully for a lot of people because they were like, oh, yeah, I don't even know. But here's a couple of key things. Mm. One is only if you have a business account. Okay. So a lot of people are dibbling and dabbling in their personal account. Don't do that. But if you are, you are safe for now. Um, it's only for your business account. Mm -hmm. But 
you will receive a 1099K form yeah. if you have any transactions that total up to $600 or more. So a lot of people who think they got a little side hustle or, you know, oh, this ain't really a business for real. Plain you know, I, yeah. I just kind of <laughs> do it for my family. Yeah. And you made $3,000, right? Mm -hmm. $3,000 could be the difference between a 12% and a 20, mm -hmm. 24%. Like, it, it's yeah. like, it's that little bit of money yeah. that can really do your taxes over. You'd be like, oh my goodness, I was just getting a mm -hmm. refund last year. How do I owe? Mm -hmm. And so... Keeping track of not only the income that you had, yeah. but all of the expenses and knowing what you could potentially deduct from that mm -hmm. is hugely important. Okay. So many people are like, you know, I mean, I already had the software on my laptop, so I just did it, yeah. you know, or, well, I had some stuff left over for my baby birthday party and I used it for this event. Mm -hmm. Listen, I don't care when you bought that stuff. <laughs> If you use it for business, let's mm -hmm. get it in the write-offs, right. period. Like, yeah. it's so much that can be written off, and it's so much that the tax code does allow for business owners. Right. So you just have to start thinking like one. Okay. Stop thinking that you just have a side hustle. If you're making more than $600 and about to get a 1099K, mm -hmm. start acting like a business right now. Right now. Because yeah. they are sending them 2023, you will receive that 1099K. Can't avoid it. They delayed this, yeah. and that means they're ramping up. Oh, the delay. The, How many? It's like eighty-seven thousand agents woo! or something. Like, what's is that? Is that real too? <laughs> should I? Should very, we be worried as the public? As the very, <laughs> very real. Yeah. Which is why the Republicans are trying to stop the funding to the IRS. Okay, and you know. You know, yeah. so <laughs> let's start. Let's start where we got to start. Yeah, yeah. One, the IRS being all up in our pockets mm -hmm. is is craziness. Right. We are supposed to know all of the government's business, not vice versa. Right. Okay. So right. I'm getting a little too up in my pockets with my six hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. seriously. Yeah. But at the end of the day. It's been so much tax evasion. Mm -hmm. Taxes is what, you know, funds a lot of our government programs. Mm -hmm. And it's how we operate as a country. Right. So, do we need to give the IRS $80 million mm -hmm. to ramp up? I don't know. Yeah. But at, they got it. <laughs> right now, they yeah. got it. They got and everybody money. <laughs> it, it is what it is. So, let's get prepared. Yeah. So, so what advice would you give to, you know, the everyday worker, the business owner as well, just how to prepare for going into this new season, preparing for those 87,000 agents, yes. people coming for your pockets, yes. 1099s, it's a lot of stress. It, it really <laughs> like, is. What, the, what do you the number one piece of advice mm -hmm. is keep your records in order. When you came over here and we met up, you, yeah. I want you to have start, stop <laughs> on your Miles IQ app. Yeah. Keep track of those miles. Yeah. Like, seriously, every piece of equipment, the lighting, the camera, everything here, right. we're depreciating. Mm -hmm. um, if you travel, like this is a huge one that some people try to either avoid yeah. or they overuse. Yeah. Travel is a deduction that we should be utilizing. Mm -hmm. Listen. Honeymoons, birthdays, everything we travel for, I'm going to do some business there. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to document it. I'm going to have an email thread saying, hey, want to meet up for lunch? Yeah. Hey, want to go over your books while I'm in town? Because right. I have clients everywhere. Right. You know, all of those things are the track record that the IRS needs. Because, okay. yeah, they're going to see on my bank statement that it shows that I bought, purchased a Delta ticket. Mm -hmm. That don't mean nothing to them. So they need to know what you go on there for, what who, you, with, like everything. Everything. Okay. And in order to write off travel, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that, especially overnight travel, okay. you have to make sure that the work <laughs> that you said you were going there to do yeah. is going to take more than the day. Yeah. So for instance, if I know I want to go for the weekend, mm -hmm. I might make business on Friday and some more business on Monday. Mm. Okay. IRS, you want me to leave, go home and come back and write all of that off? Or you want to just let me stay? Mm. They're going to let you stay. Okay. 
But if I ride off the whole weekend and I had a lunch meeting on Friday mm -hmm. at noon, mm -hmm. you could have got up out of there. Right. You were chilling. <laughs> yeah. Catch me on the beach. You know what I'm Check saying? That. So it's like, make it make sense. Okay. So not only do the numbers need to tell a story, right. but you need to provide the additional substantial evidence right. saying IRS. You said this. You said I could go to this meeting in Florida yeah. <laughs> and meet on Friday and Monday. This is yeah. in your handbook, yeah. you know? Okay. So record keeping. So if it's the end of the year and you're like, oh, where are my receipts? Mm -hmm. oh, everything's faded. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness. I don't know which account I bought that ticket out of. Mm -hmm. You're already lost. Oh. You're done. Okay. Because when IRS come for you, yeah. they're gonna be like, oh, so you had a business trip, but you did it out of your personal account mm -hmm. and you didn't even transfer the money back to yourself from your business account to reimburse yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then that happened back in February of last year, but you said, and you're going to be like this. I quit. They, I quit. The way they talk, <laughs> you ever been to an IRS meeting, you'd be like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah. Like, do they teach y'all how to be stoic and not yeah. compassionate at all? But yeah. seriously, you have to keep your records in order. Okay. That's the number one thing. So basically what I got out of that was um, <laughs> give that, go to jail, or <laughs> give everything to you and be like, help me. Yeah. What Kevin Hart say? Help yeah. me. <laughs> help me. Help me. <laughs> I need to know. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Everybody that's listening right now, if you're watching this, clearly you can see. Okay. Uh, go to Jenny. But if you're listening to this in the podcast, you know, um, definitely take note. We're going to put all the links and descriptions and everything down below. But with that being said, though, um, let's talk TurboTax really quick. Because I... F okay. <laughs> that told me everything I need to know. TurboTax. Because... Yeah. Everybody go to TurboTax, yeah. and I understand to a degree why some people do, if they just have a W-2, right? Or Absolutely. Business. Do you recommend people going to TurboTax, knowing what you know now? Because I think they're going through this whole phase of their charging now. Is that a oh, thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So they always had hidden fees. Okay. And a lot of people be like, no, I went free on TurboTax, and I show them where they didn't go free on TurboTax. Right. But this is the thing. The human element mm -hmm. and the human error element are all really, really big things that could be costing you thousands of dollars. Okay. In my consultation, in our conversation, or me taking a look at your bank statements, or me having more understanding of what your business does or what you do on the side, mm -hmm. I can ask questions based on that. Hmm. There is no, if you choose this answer, then it's this answer. But if you choose this answer, then it's this answer. Right. TurboTax is saying, hey, do you have any of these forms? Hmm. What if you don't? Yeah. Now what? You, you know, <laughs> like, in the end. And mm. you're done. <laughs> then it's over. Okay. You know, and you're like, wait a minute. I didn't know it, it was a school form. And mm. I did get a 1098T form from school. And I could have wrote that off. Or right. Right. Uh, I didn't know that um, my property taxes go on my state form if you're in Michigan. You mm. know, yeah. it's a lot of different nuances that the questionnaire is just, the, my client intake sheet mm -hmm. is just to let me know what other questions to ask you. Sure. <laughs> it's the basic information so that I know mm -hmm. what more to ask of you. Right. I know which direction you to go in. Like, you're not a tax professional. Right, right. Why would you handle something like this? Sure. I've had people being audited. I mean, t owing mm -hmm. tens of thousands of dollars on taxes they did themselves. Mm -hmm. So they don't even have the element of, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, Figure they it did out. it. You know, yeah. I gave them all of it. They don't even have that, yeah. you know, deniability. So, it's a couple dollars mm -hmm. that can save you thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. Now, even for someone, I used to tell people, if you just have a W-2, yeah. absolutely go to TurboTax, right? Okay. You're just putting in a W-2. Mm -hmm. But I also just realized that there's so many people that think they only have a W-2, but they own their home. They mm -hmm. made um, energy efficient improvements to their home last year. Yeah. They actually started a business with their kid mm -hmm. last year and mm -hmm. had a startup cost up mm -hmm. to $5,000. You know, yeah. And they're like, but all I had was a W-2 and right. I just put my W-2 in. 
And I'm like, uh, no. Well, there's more to it. There's more <laughs> it's to it. so much more to it. Okay. You know, so it's always best to at least have a consultation with a tax professional and allow them to tell you. I mean, mm. if, if they're real, I'm real. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll say, oh, yeah, you sound like you ain't got nothing. Yeah. I would do that for sure on TurboTax. You come back to me when you got any of the stuff we discussed. Yeah. Yo, what's up, gang? I hope you all are enjoying this exclusive interview that I'm having right now with my sister, Jenny. And listen, I want to take this time out to shout out her company, Tax Team Services, given the fact that she's blessing us with her presence and giving away so many gems on actually how to leverage your taxes, what to look out for, what to do with it, and so much more. And so look, I'm the type of guy that's very honest. Just because she's my sister, okay, that's a plus. But to be real with you guys, she's actually one of the top tax and accounting firms in all of Michigan. And not only that, but she has five-star reviews everywhere. I mean, you can literally go to Google right now and type in Tax Team Services and you're gonna see five-star reviews. If you go to Facebook, Tax Team Services, five-star reviews. Listen, I'm being honest, right? There's only three people that I trust handling my money, okay? Number one, God, because he gotta bless me, <laughs> right? Two myself because clearly right and lastly my sister and you know what i take that back sometimes i trust her more with my money than i trust it with myself because <laughs> i'll be out here spending it at the restaurants taking trips doing everything and then at the end of the month looking at her looking at me like what just happened and i'm like oh i must have i must have went out too much i did a lot of uber eats and and everything else <laughs> but i know she has my back I know she looks out for me and she is my personal accountant. So I've been with her along with thousands of other people from across the entire globe. I mean, she even have clients over in Africa to Germany, you name it. Like she can help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is reach out to her. So look, make sure you go to www.taxteamservices.com. Make sure you book an appointment. Boom, hit the ground running, take it from there. All I'm saying is, it's going to be the best decision you've probably ever made when it comes to your finances, especially if you're in business or if you are someone who is just looking to get control of their finances, know what to do with your money, how to scale it, how to grow it. She's the person to go to. So again, make sure you check her out. I'm going to put all the info down below in the description, but let's get back into this interview. Simple as that. Make it easy. Make it so easy. That's right. Because okay. I don't got time to be W2 punching <laughs> either. I don't want to yeah. do it. Like. Right. Make, make it plain and simple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I know you mentioned, obviously, a lot of people go through and they get audited. Yes. And they come into you, probably trying to fix everything. Yes. And I know you had you had those talks a lot. Like, you should have just came to me first, yes. right? Yeah. So, um, knowing how that is set up, because, like you say, if you have a W-2, that's fine yeah. to go to. But if you are a business, there is more to it than just filing it. Absolutely. So, like, obviously, let's, well, let's, let's break down the entities, right? Mm -hmm. So, what we got, LLC... S-Corp, mm -hmm. C-Corp, mm -hmm. please, that's all I know. Is there any, is, is there any more? <laughs> well, those are the main ones. Okay, all right. Those are the main ones. It's sole proprietorship. Okay. So okay. somebody who's just operating as a business but doesn't really have it legally set up. Okay. Okay. So we were to break that down. Like, what's the benefits of each if we could go into it? Like, yeah. do you recommend certain runs for certain people? Is there certain Absolutely. limits once you make? Absolutely. Yeah. So LLCs mm -hmm. are an asset protection entity. Okay. So... Anything in your business that you are trying to protect from someone, you know, people. Yeah. <laughs> we live in the era of my fries is cold. Give me another fry. Like, come yeah. on. Like, don't yeah. warm them up. You know, you're at McDonald's. Right. You know, right. so we're in that world. So anybody who does not have the best experience with you, mm -hmm. they're looking to shut you down. Mm -hmm. They want to sue you. They want to take you to small claims court. Yeah. They want to blast you on the internet. All of this great stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Business owners, <laughs> all the joys. <laughs> but <laughs> if you do not have your assets protected, mm -hmm. they can come after you and everything that you own. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> your house, your car, yeah. your, everything. Yeah. They say, oh, you open. Mm -hmm. Cool. But when you're protected as an LLC, they can only come over after the assets of that LLC. Right. So that's one that pretty much across the board I'm mm -hmm. recommending. Okay. Couple things about that. One, I do not recommend doing your LLCs for yourself anymore. Okay. And you know I used to shoot LLCs out. Right. <laughs> why, why, why not? What's... There's so much that can go into your articles of incorporation. Mm -hmm that you really need to sit down with an attorney and go through okay. what assets are in there. 
If you do a simple LLC form and you just put your name and perpetual and what you do in your business and sign it, you don't put down that your laptop or this, you know, your yeah. Video, look, your videographer. <laughs> Sorry, we don't own you. But the camera, the camera, the lighting, everything, mm-hmm. those are part of the business. Right. You want them protected underneath the business. Yeah. You want that anybody that comes after you, mm-hmm. they can only get to the business. Okay. And you want to have that stuff outlined. Okay. You also want to make sure that those assets are protected from any shenanigans you got going on. Yeah. You know, if yep. you your credit ain't on the way, right? <laughs> and you got people coming after you for other reasons. Nope, that's the business. Okay. That's the business right. stuff. You know, so separate. little stuff like that. Or succession plans. Okay. Like, if I die right now, I need to make sure that my business is going to mm-hmm. who I wanted to go to, when I wanted to go to them, mm-hmm. in the order that I wanted to go to them. Right. All of that is stuff that is it can be put in your articles in incorporation. Wow. Especially for partnerships. Yeah. We can I, talk for hours on that, but yeah, yeah. I don't recommend. <laughs> okay. But partnerships, you want to have that operating agreement mm. tied down, locked down. Mm. Who do I, you know, if you want to leave, how do you sell your shares to me? Or yeah. can you just leave and mm-hmm. still get pros? Or right. all of that stuff needs to be written out. And an attorney can help write that out in the best way for you. Okay. But... Back it on up. I got you. I got you. Going back to S Corp. (laughs) S Corp is an election. Mm -hmm. So you are electing to the IRS to be considered a pass through entity. You're saying, tax me like a corporation, Mm -hmm. but don't tax me like a C Corp because they get taxed twice. But tax me (laughs) like a corporation. (laughs) You're saying, I want to be able to pay myself Mm -hmm. from this business, Mm -hmm. pay taxes on only the, I mean, employment taxes, 15.3%, on only the money that I paid myself. I want to write all of that off before mm. I send the IRS with my business made. Okay. Okay. I like that. So, C Corps, if you have multiple shareholders, especially, I would say a minimum of 10, mm. and you are saying that maybe you got 30%, the rest of them got 10%, mm. that type of thing, C Corps can't have its benefits. It's okay. a lot of things that, it's a lot of things you could do with a C Corp. Does not make sense for a sole owner. Mm-hmm. So, if you are in a business okay. and your net profit is forty-two thousand, yeah, okay. Some people that's like, ooh, that's a big old number. Some people are like, that's it. Yeah, right. <laughs> forty-two thousand. You are grossly overpaying in taxes if you are an LLC or a sole proprietor. Wow. Stop it. Really? Right now. Yeah. Right now. Okay. S corp election. Yeah, I heard it. Pay. Hey, switch. Change it. All right. Go. LLC. <laughs> LLC, that's corp. Yes. Okay. Wow. So it's a big, big difference in that. Big difference. Okay. So, I mean, for instance, you are, based on the tax bracket that you fall in, mm-hmm. you're paying taxes on that. Mm-hmm. But then every dollar in an LLC that you do not deduct is also your earnings. Okay. So you also have to pay their 15.3% employment taxes on that. Mm-hmm. But what if? Some of that money was reinvested in the business. Mm. Some of that money I just want to save for a rainy day in the business. Right. I didn't really use all that money. Mm-hmm. You still paying taxes on it? Yeah. Double. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. I need to talk to Trump. I know. <laughs> Trump, Trump doing something. I, that's all I know because he ain't paying no taxes. Or something Listen. going on. Let's t- let's talk about Trump. Yeah, what's going on with Trump? Trump? Okay. So. What's going on? Because you probably know more about yeah, the yeah. ordeal of so-called his taxes being exposed. He's been hiding them. Yeah. Is there, how do we? How do I get like Trump? You know, <laughs> there are some things that Trump utilized to the fullest extent, and yeah. I'm giving him props. Yeah. Now, after taking a look at some of his tax return information, mm-hmm. I mean, he was taking negative thirty plus million dollar yeah. um, AGI, like his his, yeah. his net income. Yeah. Negative 32 million. Like, what? How? How? I wouldn't even have submitted that return. So I know I ain't in that game yet. But some of the things that he took full advantage of, Mm -hmm. and I encourage everybody to, Mm -hmm. is appreciation of assets. Okay. Assets. Okay. Yeah. If you pour coffee for your clients when they come in, that Keurig is an asset should be depreciated. <laughs> Period. Yeah. And if you have any properties, which he has hundreds of, okay. 
they, the IRS allows us mm -hmm. residential 27 and a half years. Yeah. Commercial is like 39 years mm -hmm. of depreciation. So if you buy a building for a million dollars, which is chump change to somebody who, like him, right? Mm -hmm. You get to divide that basically by 27 and a half years and take that deduction off your return mm -hmm. for all that time. Wow. So if you don't do nothing with it mm -hmm. or, you know, yeah. you have minimal expenses with it, you still have that large deduction every year. Hmm. So yeah. he is the business owner in some type of way of hundreds of entities, right. hundreds of properties. I mean, his tax return was a booklet. Yeah. Like, I don't know, we yeah. still going through this the same year? Can I like, get a copy? Can I get a copy? You I didn't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> seriously, it's, it's so much yeah. information. Yeah. And it's not, <laughs> here's the thing. Mm. Break it, down, break it down. They would love <laughs> to find something illegal on Trump, okay? Yeah. They would love to go in that tax return and be like, please, they like, please let it be one property that they is, please. <laughs> yeah. And they ain't found it yet. Right. So I'm gonna say that when that man said he yeah. know the tax code better than IRS, mm -hmm. he might know the tax code better than IRS. I ain't gonna say nothing else. But yeah. when you have the amount of money that he has coming in, mm -hmm. and you have the number of assets that he has, mm -hmm. it makes sense to be able to hone in on tax code. Yeah. Tax code favors businesses. I heard that. Period. A lot. I heard that a lot. It doesn't, he doesn't favor the employee, it doesn't oh, favor no. anybody else, it's no. just business owner. And he's no employee of anybody, you, right. you know? Right. He's the business owner. Yeah. His wages, they're the most minimal thing on his return. <laughs> you know, so it's not like mm -hmm. he's paying a ton of employment taxes on himself because he's not having earnings. Right. He has assets that are appreciating in value. Assets. He's investing mm -hmm. his money in different places. Mm -hmm. All of those things yeah. are what we can be utilizing at any income level. We we need to create a like a spreadsheet. Yeah, we do. Yeah, like I and know. just break this down. And like, yeah, like like a Venn diagram. Like yeah. if you're gonna do more money, <laughs> put, put trouble icon. You want to be like this. <laughs> yeah. Get all the asset list. Yeah. yeah. So you know, so he's saying I want to be like Trump in no other way, but right. I will run them tax codes. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> let's get these numbers together. Yeah, let's get quick. these numbers together. Seriously. Because yeah. I feel like it's a big difference between like the rich and the wealthy on how mm -hmm. they play the game. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, I've interviewed other people. You sat down with successful men and women as well. Yeah. And they all say something similar along the lines of just protecting your money, being smart with it and everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like everyone manages their finances differently. Yeah. Have you seen anything in your experience and working with people like the difference between like the rich and wealthy when it comes to doing certain things? Uh, yeah. One of the biggest things is mm -hmm. uh, rich people keep a lot of their money in the bank. They like to be liquid. They like to see it. Yeah. They like to pull a bank. Yeah. Put the cars out. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> you know, yeah. wealthy people don't trust the bank. They like, ain't no money. I ain't, I ain't getting no interest on this money. You just holding on to my money? Mm -hmm. You using my money for loans and stuff? Mm -hmm. hey, no, rub me my money. I'm going to put this here, here, here. Yeah. I'm in this index fund. I'm in this re... I'm, yeah. I'm investing. Okay. So I still have access to my money, mm -hmm. but it is gaining interest as it sits there. And that is one of the biggest differences. Right. So my people who like, you know, I, I got like a hundred thousand in the bank right now. Yeah. And so whatever my tax bill is, it is what it is. I'm like, do you want me to give you a tax bill for a hundred grand? Right. Or are you just like letting me know that you're not wealthy yet? Cause mm -hmm. that's what I'm hearing. Okay. So one of the biggest things. So where you have your money mm -hmm. and how you, you use your money right. is a huge difference. Okay. Another thing is rich people to save on taxes, mm -hmm. they try to buy a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, what if I buy me a Sprinter van? And, <laughs> and what if I buy a, uh, everybody at the office new laptops? Yeah. That'll write off about right? $60,000 yeah. and then yeah. we'll be good, right? Uh -huh. Well, yeah, tax-wise for this year, you'll be straight. Yeah. But do you need any of those things? 
are you actually going to utilize this for the vehicle for the business? Is it going to help you grow the business, generate additional revenue, or are you just trying to make sure you don't have to pay the IRS taxes on that money this year? Right. Wealthy airline, they're like, okay, I'm going to maximize my contributions to all of these different entities that I know are write off. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to give to charitable contributions. I'm going to make sure, of course, their IRAs and all of that stuff right. is maxed out, of course, right. you know. But they are not trying to spend in order to save. They're investing or getting possession of assets mm-hmm. in order to save. That's the game. That's the game. Sounds like Monopoly 2.0. <laughs> you know. Give me all the problems. We, we learned it early. We learned <laughs> it early. It yeah. ain't sticking, though. Yeah. That is true. That's true. Okay. Okay. Because now you said a couple of things, and one thing that stood out to me uh, was, like, contributions and where people put their money. Yeah. Right? So you got rough IRAs, right? You got 401ks. Um I don't know. IRA. Yeah. So you, clearly, you, you, you know it. That's what you got, I got you here. You got you here. So like, okay, let's let's break that down um, in terms of how that looks for everyday individual for like four hundred one ks and for what Rob Roth IRAs. So those are the two that I really focus on, especially for the middle class, yeah. because one four hundred one ks you can deduct on your taxes. Mm-hmm. It's a tax deduction. Okay. Your contributions. Okay. Roth IRAs is not a deduction on your taxes because technically you are already taxed on that money before you contribute it. Right. Okay. Roth IRAs are only contributed through your W-2 wages. Okay. So, but Roth IRA, every dollar you contribute, you can pull whenever you want to tax-free. Yeah. 401k, yeah. you pull from that before you're 59 and a half years old, yeah. you got 10% additional penalty. Mm-hmm. And it's included in your overall income. So again, that's something that could potentially take you to the next tax bracket just because you had a hardship that year. So if you're someone who knows that you may want to dabble and dabble, you might need that money in a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you want to try to focus on building it up right now, I would absolutely start with the Roth. But if you're someone who you know, I need auto write-offs. I need, I need to maximize <laughs> everything on this tax return mm-hmm. so that I don't have to pay. Mm-hmm. And I can set $22,500 to the side because mm-hmm. I, don't, I know I'm not going to need that until at least I'm 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. 401k. Right. So you want to look at, that's why tax planning at all stages is so important. Right. Look at what's actually going to benefit you the most. Mm-hmm. You know, do you even have twenty two thousand five hundred to contribute, right. or do you only got the six thousand? Yeah. And will six thousand dollars in a four hundred one k contribution really make that much of a difference on your mm-hmm. return, or do you just want to pay the taxes on it and be liquid? You know, yeah. so it's a lot of different things that you have to think about, and you want to be able to look at it in totality of your income okay. each year, right? Because it changes, you know. We know business, we go up and down. <laughs> yeah. And some people are still balling off of last year. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I sit down, I say, well, how much do you think you made this year? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, 2021, I made like 100, so I know I must have made like 150. <laughs> I said, well, you made 75. Yeah. So that you're, you've been eating mm-hmm. off of the money you made in 2021, yeah. not keeping track of your books, and didn't even realize you took a $25,000 loss this year. Mm. That's crazy. Happens all the time. All the time. And they be like, wait, let me see. What you <laughs> yeah, give me see? the papers. Well, you you, you, you gave me up. these papers. <laughs> yeah, you did something. <laughs> Where the action 15, 20 Yeah, yeah, you right, yeah. you right. August, September, I did, you right, you yeah. right. Went yeah. splurge and this yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's just what happens. I took some time off. Yeah. You kept looking at your bank account. Mm-hmm. Stop looking at your bank account. Yeah. Stop. You know, you make a decision just based on what's in the account right now. Yeah. But not thinking about where that money was generated from, what bill is upcoming. Yeah. You're not thinking about anything. You're just thinking about right now, this account says this amount of money. Right. In this moment. No, you're not thinking about outstanding invoices. You're yeah. not even thinking about outstanding bills. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you know, sent an electronic check for something and it hasn't even cashed. So you're just looking at this money. Yeah. Now you made a purchase or you made a financial decision without actually having your finances in order. One of the biggest mistakes you can do. Mm. 
well, you know, we're not going to charge you guys for that information. That was uh, all free. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was levels to the game, clearly. Um, so, yeah, no, I think that was very, very important just to break down and get yeah. a clear understanding on. Because yeah. I know a lot of people, you know, kind of weigh out Roth IRAs, 401ks, where to put the money, and clearly we should go to you. Um, <laughs> but let's, let's, let's switch gears really quick. Yeah. I want to ask you, like, a real deep question. I don't think I ever asked you this question. Okay, so this is asking me some questions. <laughs> I, we do be talking, we do be talking. So, you know, but like, okay, we're talking money, we're talking finances, very successful at what you do, track record proves it, right? Has there ever been a moment in your career where it was like hit that rock bottom moment? Maybe mm. it was tough, challenging, maybe a negative in the account, mm. anything that was just like, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. And how did you like? Well, yeah. I ain't never had no negative on my account. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm the numbers lady. I cut all these cables off. We wouldn't get that no lights, but I got a negative in the account. But yeah. the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. March. March. Yeah. The peak of tax season. Yeah. They say you you gotta stay home. Yeah. We on quarantine. Mm -hmm. I said okay. Well, maybe I need a little break. Mm -hmm. We'll be off for a couple days. We'll be back on Monday, right? Yeah. They said, we're going to take another two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute now. Yeah. Hold on. This is my money making time. Yeah. What do you... <laughs> we don't know when we go return. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. What? Right. What? Hold on. What to do? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I had no online system in place. Mm -hmm. None. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I utilized Dropbox for some of my out-of-state clients, but it wasn't really a system. Yeah. Yeah, I had like a DocuSign right. for some people, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything. Mm -hmm. I had to panic for two seconds, because that's all I had, because <laughs> it's time. Because what you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna just not get any money for the rest of the season and just leave your clients out there? Or mm -hmm. are you gonna revamp? And that year, I built out an entire online portal yeah. where people were able to up, you know, securely upload their documents from mm -hmm. anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Clutch. So now, um, ITing it up, yeah. you know, yeah. um, I'm paying money out to get help with these services and processes and software. Right. And I'm really not making no money yet. So, uh, you know... Thankfully, I had a successful January, February, mm -hmm. and I was able to kind of maintain. And then the IRS pushed tax season out to October yeah. that year. True. So, yeah. I, it, True. again, mm -hmm. aligned, ordered. Yeah. Okay. So, this was a very, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> All right, guy, you don't need to do taxes no more. You say that. Yeah. You know, you ain't got to like throw me out there like that. Right. And it was at the point where I knew I wanted to transition more to business clients and get out of the individual tax prep game. Mm -hmm. And it happened five years earlier. Really? So I had just signed a five year lease yeah. that January. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I told my husband, I said, five years, that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to grow this thing. I'm going to grow my team. Mm -hmm. They go take over the individual taxes, and then I'll be in the business, and I'll have me a suite somewhere close to the house, right. and boom. Yep. Well, that happened that May. Wow. That May, mm -hmm. I had my team working on the individual taxes while I was on the business taxes. I got a suite closer to the yeah. house. Yeah. I, it happened yeah. and it was against my will. It was definitely against, not my timing, mm -hmm. but it was scary. And it was the first time that I really had to pivot mm. and pivot in a way I had not, uh, hadn't planned for. Okay. So I've always thought about, uh, down the line. I was like, you know what? I used to tell my husband this a few years ago. Um, <laughs> the IRS about started doing all our taxes for us. Really? We about to be obsolete. Because they, they were doing things like, you know, they increased the standard deduction. So a lot of itemizing that middle class like used to do, yeah. they can't do. The deductions aren't there anymore. So I'm like, what they doing with that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. they only want you to submit your W-2. Right. And then they made it just too easy. Mm. It, was, it was getting too easy. Mm. The taxes were if you didn't have a business. Okay. So I was like, the IRS look at tours, 
eliminating tax preparers. I already know it. Yeah. So that's something I had thought about, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think they was gonna shut down the offices and yeah. quarantine us and I, what? What precedent did I have? Yeah. I had nothing. So that was a very, very scary time. Mm-hmm. That ended up being a very, very lucrative time. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, what happened after to? If I wasn't able to get myself together, because yeah. I could have been like, all right, man, this your year to handle the house. Like, Everything. Take the bills. Hey, listen, it. I'm chilling. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I knew that I was in I was in a season where I was about to go to the next level. I felt it. Mm-hmm. I had a five-year plan mm-hmm. and God sped it up for me. Yeah. So pivoting and really adjusting yeah. in that time prepared me for anything. I'm, I'm built right. <laughs> for tough. Like, <laughs> I'm built for this. Like, what? What you want to do? IRS can shut down tomorrow. I'll be like, well, yeah. thank goodness I have all of my accounting clients. And, right. You know, right. so... Just having that ability to ha- take your moment, mm-hmm. take your moment. Okay. That was a gut punch. Yeah. And I need to catch my breath real quick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, this is what we're doing right now. Yeah. But being able to pivot, being able to have my eye on my end goal mm-hmm. and say, well, what are you going to do if you want to do this in five years? Still right. thinking it was five years away, right, right, right. not knowing this is the year it was happening. Yeah. Um, most lucrative year. Mm. That's big. It totally transitioned yeah. my gross revenue forever. Wow. It did. So so moving forward, do you see yourself just being remote and just not going back to a brick and mortar? I or? think about this all the time. Yeah. All the time. So here's the thing. Yeah. The people who want me in the office are the people I'm not going to be servicing in a minute. Hmm. They're my yeah. people that I see once a year for mm. tax prep. Okay. They want me to kiss babies and laugh and kick, kick, kick with them, which I love to do. Mm-hmm. But I won't even be doing those people's taxes in a minute, mm-hmm. like at all. Mm-hmm. I barely do them now. Okay. So those are the only ones that are like, can I meet you at the office? Can yeah. I? No, no, ma'am. You got the coronavirus. You trying to take me out? No, you cannot. Uh, not the coronavirus. But here's a couple of things. These these were the winning things for me. Yeah. I have been the most present with my children mm-hmm. than I could have ever been with the growth and success of the business in the office. Mm-hmm. So I do what I gotta do, but I'm here. I, I cook dinner every night. Mm-hmm. I tuck in and kiss babies every night. You know, we're reading stories, we're playing matching games, and I'm a Spider-Man race car. (laughs) You know, I got Cabbage Patch babies, all of that. I Mm -hmm. get to do that. I'm present. I get my babies dressed every morning. I used to be out of here before my baby woke up, and I would be coming home after he went back to sleep when I was in the office. I missed him. I missed all the moments Mm -hmm. and you know thankfully my husband was so clutch yeah I mean he's like super dad you know yeah yeah. like people think I'm super mom Mm -hmm. but I'm like trying (laughs) he's like super dad on mistake (laughs) like you know and he was here he'd be like look he's walking Mm. what the like I missed it and I'm sitting yeah. here with you talking about why I ain't getting 10,000 like Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah. I was getting mad. I was like, I got to get out of this game. Yeah. And so that coupled with every hour I would be able to see what? One client, mm-hmm. maybe two, Yeah. you know, because yeah. I'm talking and we're catching up right. and all of that good stuff. Now, if I have all of the information that I've requested from you, mm-hmm. my team has done the bookkeeping, mm-hmm. you have filled out the client intake sheet, yeah. I can knock out a, ta- a, a detailed tax return yeah. in 20 minutes. Just like that. Just like that. Okay. Y'all heard that. So now, <laughs> I'm sitting here with all of my information, yeah. and I'm knocking them out. Mm-hmm. My productivity is like yeah. 10 times. You know, Mm -hmm. and I still have my moments of interacting and I'm Zoom calling and I'm checking in on people's families and all of that stuff. Because a lot of my clients have been with me a decade. Yeah. 
basketball. You know, so. I've watched their kid. They, they talk about their kid having a kid, and I'm like, well, wait, how? Right, right, Because they're, they're five, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, no. They're 25. Like, wait, what? Hold on, wait, what's just happened? Like, you know, yeah. so it's, it's a lot of things that go into my decision, but mm. I... Um, not to mention, I'm a snowbird. You already know I get up out of here. <laughs> yes. The snow is yeah. throwing me. I'm yeah. like, mm -hmm. it's that time, right? You got to go Florida. <laughs> is it time for us to get up out of here? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all of those things together, mm -hmm. I am really thinking that remote will be the way. Mm -hmm. um, but the culture of my employees and yeah. and how yeah. they operate and everything, right. if at some point I had the vast majority of my staff in right. one place, right. maybe. Maybe. Okay. Right now they in Arizona, they in Atlanta, they yeah. in, you know, like yeah. what strong. What I'm gonna do? Get everybody off? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so getting away from yeah. that client who is shopping around and going to two, three H and R blocks and a Jackson Hewitt and a mom and pop yeah. to see who will give them the biggest advance or yeah. see if the numbers change, which they should not. Right. You know. Right. I don't want that client anymore. Okay. I love you guys. Yeah. You guys helped me start, but yeah. it's draining. Understood. It's draining. So, yeah. you know, my business clients are like, girl, here, here come bank statements. <laughs> Tell me what I got to do, right. you know, yeah, and, and then we're done. And they don't have time to come in the office and mm -hmm. they don't feel like getting their paperwork together. They want to know that I got this. Hands off. Hands off. Make it easy. And I make it easy. I like to hear that. Well, you did say a couple things to me just now <laughs> that stood out. Um, you wear many hats. Yes. Supermom, you said Cabbage Patch, something, something. <laughs> Cast Spider-Man around here. <laughs> Got a lot of hats. But what I do notice, I know you wrote a book yes. that we have. Yes. It's called Success Failed Me. Yes. So tell me about this book in detail in terms of like what inspired it and what can people expect from it yeah. you know, while you wrote it. So, you know, I focus so much on business entities who have some data. So someone who's been in business for a few years, who's, who's made 30000 or more each year, mm -hmm. and all of the people with these new ideas, yeah. they're like, Jenny, but I, I need you. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel comfortable charging them, you know, hundreds of dollars for yeah. my time right. in order to tell them some stuff that I would give away for free. Yeah. I think everybody needs this. Okay. So that kind of inspired the book. And then I sat down and I thought about it and I'm like, I didn't have anyone, no business owners around me growing up. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything. Yeah. So I made all the mistakes. Right. I was doing everything trying to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> And yeah. it was hitting me. I'm yeah. like, wait, dang, wait, that one, right? right? Well, I got all this staff. I ain't made no money for real, you know? Yeah. And I put it all in the book. So yeah. I made a step-by-step -step guide, mm -hmm. but I also debunked the myths that we always hear. Okay. You know? So yeah. all of the things that you, you got to have a, a storefront or you got to have employees or you got to have this much money. Right. No, you don't. It's all in here. It's all in there. Okay. So I wanted to make an affordable option for the individual who is it wants to get started in business, mm -hmm. but they don't really got the means to really afford me yet. Okay, okay, I like that. No, I love the cover too, by the way. Who did the? Who did the? Well, look, you know, awesome. love, love daily. You know, that's that's, that's crazy. Look, little guy, I know who <laughs> does all my logos, all my websites, yeah. all my everything. It's so beautiful, Neander Evans. Uh, you know. We <laughs> But no, I, I definitely appreciate you, um, you know, taking time out to come onto the show and really like dive into, you know, what to look out for, what to expect yeah. in terms of, especially this tax season, because yeah. it started, right? Oh my goodness, yes. And I know it's been crazy. Yes. But you said this month's been pretty good for you. It's been huge. Yeah. I'm like, did everybody remember to do their taxes this year? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a big thing. So yeah. my, my last question to you is one of my favorites, and I think it helped a lot of people, mm. which is, what is the best advice that you receive when it comes to money and what's the worst advice you receive? Mm. <laughs> this is a good one. So I said this one earlier, but it has been something that has stuck with me through everything mm -hmm. and it's never fall in love with the deal. Mm -hmm. 
And that is such a big money thing because we often make decisions based on what we can afford, not based on what the value of that decision is. Meaning, yeah, you can afford whatever house you want, right? Mm -hmm. But are you buying it in a higher market where you're overpriced for it? Mm -hmm. Is it something that is a necessity to your life right now? Do you even know if you want to be here? Are you a rental person? Like, it's so many other things that go into the value of things versus just the deal. What's on the floor right now? Partnerships get started all the time because we just kicking it. And you came up with the idea, but I got all the resources, so we go 50-50 split. No, thank you. Thank you for your idea, and I will compensate you if you would like, but... No, you don't get 50% of my my property or my profits or my business right. just because the deal was on the table right here. Yeah. That's not how this works. So never fall in love with the deal is probably one of the best pieces of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, worst pieces of advice. <laughs> Where do we begin? I know you probably got a couple in the book, too. Listen. <laughs> um, a little sneak peek. <laughs> paying down student loans. Hmm. Uh. If you sit there and you make an aggressive plan to pay down your student loans, and, and let's just say you spent the twenty two thousand five hundred yeah. in that year that you could have been putting in your IRA, reducing your tax liability and setting yourself up for retirement, mm-hmm. you pay it down, and you still eighty thousand dollars in the hole. Mm-hmm. Don't got nothing to show for it, mm-hmm. and it does not impact your credit score too negatively if you just pay what you're supposed to pay every month. So I remember having this aggressive plan to just pay it off, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I started to look at how much I could gain mm-hmm. off of investing that money mm-hmm. versus how much it would hurt me carrying that debt. Mm-hmm. And the math wasn't math. <laughs> it was not. Sir, I'm still trying to figure out when to go come get this degree. Yeah. I don't want it no more. I don't use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the stuff I learned on journalism is obsolete now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. all of this good stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm compliant. I'm never going to default. Yeah. But you won't get it when you get it, fellow. Nice. Like, <laughs> I got to set my family up while I can. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and no judgment to the people who have paid it off. I mean, it does increase your net worth. That is a part of your debt. So it's something great, but don't sit up there and actively participate in only debt repayment where you forget the investment and savings. That's strong. Well, I love to hear it. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all took some notes because she said a lot. And I'm so grateful that she's my accountant because I don't have to worry about my life here (laughs) when it comes to money. But uh, with that being said, I want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, I feel like obviously it's been long overdue. We should have been to this. We got to do this again in a different setting for sure. Um, But I want to say thank you. And, you know, good luck to a strong tax season. Thank you so much for having me. It's always cool talking to you. You know, that's what we do. You know. Now, where the drinks at? Let's go where the drinks! <laughs> but until next time, ladies and gentlemen, much love, peace, and blessings. Yo, what's up, gang? Tapping back into the podcast. Look, I hope you all enjoy this exclusive interview, a one-on-one conversation with my sister, Jenny Hendricks. Listen, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and I'm so happy we got a chance to do it. I hope you all took some notes, and per usual, you know what I'm saying? I got the details down below in the description, so I make sure y'all taken care of and y'all good to go with all the details. Uh, now, on top of that, if this is your first time actually tuning into the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast platform whether it's apple spotify you name it or if you actually love youtube we actually got the full interview in person so you can actually see the conversation there's some exclusive things on that side as well a little bonus clip um but make sure you guys tap in i would love to hear from you look out for the next interview it's gonna be a good one y'all know what the vibes is we level up every time so until next time peace